future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. And most poor suckers are starving to death. I'd like to propose a toast. This is On the Rocks with Alexander, coming at you from Sunset Gower Studios in the heart of Hollywood, where I drink with your favorite celebrities and we talk about fashion, entertainment, pop culture, reality TV, and and that's about it. So pop a court, pour a glass, lean back, and enjoy On the Rocks every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Fasten your seat, It's going to be a bumpy night. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. So it's going to be a bumpy night. It's already been a bumpy night already. You know, I, I'm never at a loss for words. Karen, I walked no, in. I was like, I, I, I felt like Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> you were at a loss for words. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, being a radio show host, certain dreams come true. I would have to say today is a definite dream come true. And and Karen, my my special uh, guest co-host for today, thank you. thank you so much for making this happen. You're we welcome. have Academy Award winner, Emmy nominated, Golden Globe nominated, um, amazing, <laughs> just just adorable, uh, adorable, <laughs> gorgeous. <laughs> Time for a thesaurus. I know. I'm like, maybe I'll become straight today. I don't know. (laughs) I'll welcome you. (laughs) I am a funny man. Yes, you are. Uh, Shirley Jones. I mean, just, I just, I just. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Um, And so, Karen, my my guest co host, you have produced, you have directed um, all of my favorite stars. You and I could sit and chat for hours and hours. hours. Um, I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. Um, so, Miss Shirley Jones, I actually met you at uh, Remembering the Ladies uh, with Tony Morell. We have a call already? Tell them to calm down. We it's just pa- started the show. Patrick. Oh, okay. Not yet. Is that Patrick? Yeah. Hello. Oh, it's Helen Keller. Excellent. <laughs> Milk. <laughs> Thank you, caller. Great chatting with you. They'll call back. They'll call back. They'll call back. So, Shirley Jones, I met you at Remembering the Ladies with an amazing singer, Tony um, Morrell. Yeah, it was so beautiful. Um, and I came up to you like a fan. I was, and I was even more tongue-tied than I am now. I was like, <laughs> uh, records, grew up, Oklahoma, carousel! <laughs> <laughs> and Marty was with you at the time, and he was yes. like, oh, God, another gay. Here we go. <laughs> Um, and so I made I, I made just a complete jerk of myself. So oh, having you in today is just no, you didn't. Ah, you didn't. Thank you. We have the call back again. Hello. Hello. Speak into the phone. I'm beginning to think it might not be that. <laughs> wow. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes, I can. It's Patrick. Hey, Patrick, what up? Hi, how are you? Can you hear me okay? Because I, I've tried to call and I keep saying hello. I can hear you, but you can't hear me, obviously. Yes, I can hear you. Um, although it's, uh, it's hard hearing you over the sound of the casinos because you're in Vegas, right? 
Uh, yes, but I'm but I'm in my room. Although I I've been known to have a small casino in my room at times. <laughs> well, me too. I live in West Hollywood. Yeah. Cha ching. <laughs> Patrick, it's such a pleasure to talk talk with you. So it's ex- nice. To, it's nice to be there. I, uh, although I'm here. Yes, <laughs> yes right. Yes. yes. Um, I I was looking at some of this uh, your pictures um, when you two did uh, Music Man yeah. together. Yeah. How amazing is that we've to revisit that? Yeah. Yeah, we've worked together a lot. Uh, it's it, it was it was an incredible experience. First of all, uh, I mean, starting with the fact that I was conceived <laughs> literally, uh, um, you know, about about two or three months right before the footbridge scene. Of <laughs> yeah, that movie. you kicked Robert and, Preston. Um, That's exactly then, right. You know, I was and pregnant. Then, all and then to 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 wow. then go on I, I, in high school. I went and did the Music Man, and then yeah, and then to finally do it with mm-hmm. my mother playing Mrs. Peru was truly astounding. I mean, astounding. <laughs> I mean, I bet the audience has just just had the chills. I mean, and a new show coming up still together. Yes, for the Purple Room. You know, we're going to work together. Yeah. Yeah. If you are in California, even if you're not in California, fly to Palm Springs and go see. Um, it's for four nights, right? Yes, it is. Uh huh. At the Purple Room, which is we open we open uh, on the on the 11th and and the 12th. 12th, 13th, and then a, a Valentine's Day performance on the 14th. Matinee. And it's truly going to be a first, you know. Um, it, we, my mother and I have been working together a long time, but this this has evolved, and it's going to evolve even a step further in in the fall when we're going to present a full sort of musical, theatrical experience about my mother's life and career with myself and, and other people. And, um, and, but this is, the, this is the first part of it. And, and, my, and, and another Cassidy is going to join us uh, at the Purple Room. It's sort of a special surprise, but it'll be, I'll, I can say this much. It'll be the first time three generations have sung have, together. Have sung together. That gives me the chills. Like, that's, that's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yes, it yes. is. It really is. Um, and the Purple Room is such a great place the bar is great too <laughs> many memories at that bar oh good oh, oh really I'll, yeah. have, I'll have a few too yes. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a few yeah. coming right up um, so in, in the fall where's this project going to be at we're going to be doing it in Kansas City. We're going to sort of mount it there at a place called the New Theater. And um, and my brother Sean has actually written a script that is that has taken, like I said, all the years of my mother performing and myself performing, and now is performing together on Broadway. But he's he's sort of put it into her, into her life, and and it's a theatrical uh, version of it. It's not just sort of you know you know, come look at my mom sing and tell stories. It's really theatricalized. And um, and there's a young Shirley Jones in it. And there's a young, <laughs> young Jack Cassidy in it. What's that casting going to be like? <laughs> Anne Hathaway as Shirley Jones. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's um, but awesome. It's, but it's her whole life. You know, it's not just her career. It's, 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 it's obviously, we, we, you know, we take, but we take, you know, portions from her career and the movies that she's made famous. And then we, we talk about her life and her husband's and uh, the good, <laughs> the bad, and, and, and the terrific, and, and her children and her grandchildren. So it's, um, it's really encompasses her whole life. I hope part of the script are excerpts from, uh, from her <laughs> memoir. <laughs> you know, it's a saucy, saucy book. Oh, you read my book. Oh, <laughs> yes. I read it. I've, I've read it twice now. Woo! Girl. Well, Woo. I, guess, I guess this is where I'm hanging up. <laughs> is that going to be in the play? <laughs> Fifty well, Shades of Shirley. Well, no, I, I, can, I can tell you this much. My mother has always been a rebel. Yes. And, and Sean has written that 
very well so into good. the script, both her past rebellious side Ooh. and her present rebellious <laughs> side. So, um, yeah, that, that is a part of who she is. So we will convey that to the audience as well. How fun. So what happens if you're on stage and your mom forgets her lines? Like, how do you tell your mom, girl? <laughs> I, 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 I see this sort of deer in headlights look in her oh, eyes. Oh, yeah. And I, and and I, I look at him and say, what Mom, am I supposed right. to say now? Right, she just she puts it out. Ladies and gentlemen, I forgot my words. Patrick, can you cue me? Yeah, Mom. What was Stephen Sondheim really like? Oh yeah, that moment. <laughs> and then we go into it. How, how amazing! How amazing to, to to be able to share that gift um, on stage and with the public and have it in the family. Just it uh, is truly. It's a gift. It's a lot of fun. We love working together, too. You know, we did a, a Broadway show together. First time a mother and son ever appeared together in a Broadway musical. And so we had yeah, a we great did, time. Yeah, we did 42nd Street. 42nd Street. And I, and, I, and I got to scream at her all night. It was so much <laughs> <laughs> Work out that angst. Work out that angst. We'll wait for your I memoir did, later. I the audience, I canceled my therapy for the entire run of that show. <laughs> Who needed it? I could get it out on stage every night. <laughs> What's the rehearsal process when you guys work together? I mean, since, you know... I mean, you just around the house, and you're like, hey, let's rehearse a little bit, or is it is yeah, it structured? We, we've been rehearsing in my living room, you know, uh, for the last uh, month or so. What's the address? You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and that's what we do, and, you know, and then we go ahead and do it in the theater, you know. So. Yeah, it's a, yeah it's, a, it's a building block, and we've been adding to it, you know, this, the, the, the production. I mean, I really encourage people to come out to Palm Springs because it could be the first and only time, like I said, that my mom and myself and my son all sing together. And, and he's extraordinary himself. But Beautiful we, uh, voice. We, we're, Beautiful. we're saving it for this, you know. Uh, how are you a child of Shirley Jones and, like, get up the gumption to, to sing? I'd be like, uh, oh, what a beautiful <laughs> yeah, a little, morning. It was a little intimidating in the beginning. But once I... Uh, he sings I, magnificent. I kind of yes. worked a little oh, yes. bit. I thought, oh, like, okay, I, I, I can stand on the stage with her. Just stand, not sing or, or act, but stand. <laughs> What a treat. Um, I, like I said, if, if you're in the area, if you're not in the area, go see this amazing show. And the Purple Room is so intimate. There's not a bad seat in the house. That's what they say. Yeah. 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 It's great. And there's a lot of nostalgia in it. We have a lot of clips about her life and her career and a lot of clips about my, uh, my, the other members of my family and stuff like that. So there's a, it's a real, it's, you, you really get to know her and us, which is nice. And then after the I show... Oh. I have to run, though. Forgive me. I am okay. the, the resident director at the Wynn Hotel uh, for Showstoppers, and they have a show right now, and I have to go Fantastic. take notes. Awesome. All well, right, Patrick. Maybe I'll come see you in Vegas, and then uh, we'll see you in Palm Springs. Thank you so much for calling in. It's a pleasure. Love a pleasure. you, darling. I, I, love, I love you, Mom. Love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye, Bye guys. And, and speaking of uh, in the family, you had a, a, a kind of a weird um, coincidence is that your granddaughter played your role with her friend, which was your friend in Carousel, the movie. Uh, no, which one? Which granddaughter was it? I'm uh, not sure, but uh, I, I saw an interview. We were talking that she was, she was in Carousel, and uh, her friend is the granddaughter of one of your co-stars. From, from It must have been Juliet. I think it must have been, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was Sean's, uh, Sean's daughter. Yeah, yeah, she did it in, in, in school. They did it in school. Right. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. That's the that, Yeah, <laughs> she did daunting. it in school. I have 12 grandchildren, you know, so that's the reason wow. I have to keep thinking yeah. which one did it, you know, I, that w- was that one. That's a lot of Christmas cards. That's why I'm like, no yeah. kids, because $5 in the card. Uh, tell me do about it 12 it. times. More than $5, unfortunately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when your grandma's Shirley Jones, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to ask, where do you keep your Oscar? I keep it in my living room. It's on a pedestal, you know, with a picture of me behind it, 
picking up the Oscar, and it's right there. Come in my front door, it's the first thing you see. It's true. It's really funny, and, and if, if you can indulge me, if you can kind of voice over, I actually have a clip from your uh, acceptance yes. speech. Uh, Kurt, can we play that? Kind of walk us through, and you can see the whole difference of how the Oscars have changed. Oh, I know. It's a very lot. somber there, very, very reserved. Oh, yeah. Well, for one thing, here to present the award for the best supporting actress is an Oscar winning actor from Ben Hur, last year's sleeper. Okay, this guy is kind of odd. The, this guy coming out. Yeah, he's an English actor. And there he, is Mr. Hugh Griffith. Hugh Griffith. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He was so drunk. You could tell. <laughs> look. You could tell. Look how he's kind of coming out. Like. I know. He was. He didn't know where he was. <laughs> Great character actor. Yeah, and then he was trying to like stretch out his time on stage. It's like yeah. it's not your award. Yeah, I know exactly. And he forgot he, Ladies and my gentlemen, name. <laughs> I am no sleeper. You could tell. But, look how uh, drunk he is. Yeah. As I was in England, when you kindly gave me the award last year, may I take this opportunity to thank you uh, for the honor now. And look, he's making it about himself. <laughs> it's like, girl, that was last year. Come I on. Know, I know. <laughs> Had I known, of course, I would have been here as fast as an astronaut could carry me. But it is rather a long way to come from Stratford upon Avon uh, to Los Angeles okay. on a five to one. I know, it's like, <laughs> what, what was going on in your mind? You were like, just announce the winner. I know. We were all sitting out there, me and three other ladies. Yeah. You know? oh, God. And he's just dragging it on, and he didn't even shave. Mutineering on the bounty. And I have to stubble. I mean, men, am I right? Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> And now it is my. And look how they have the Oscars lined up behind him. Oh. Like they just grabbed it and gave it to you. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Performance by an actress in a supporting role. He was trying to get an Oscar nomination for, for this. announcing yes. the Oscars. Yeah. For the Sundowners. Shirley Jones for Elmer Gantry. Look how serious Shirley everybody Knight is. For the dark at the top of the stairs. That wasn't Shirley Janet Knight. <laughs> Look at Janet Lee. And uh, Mary Ewer for Sons and Lovers. Okay, thank you. These five, these lovely five. What a weirdo. And the chosen of these is the... Just, just say her name, okay? Was your heart like pounding a million miles a, a minute? I didn't think I was going to win, though. I mean, I had, I just, Shirley I was Jones. in shock. It was supposed to be Janet Lee. Your dress, your dress. Yeah, your look dress, at that. I mean. And I love how you carry it up. Like, <laughs> I know how to do this. But she would have to. I mean, yeah. she was not going to, like, big, big full down. You weren't going to yeah. Jennifer Lawrence that, so. <laughs> look at that. Look at that dress. Do you still have that dress? No, I no. don't know what happened to it either. Look at that. He won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. I can only think that I wouldn't be standing here tonight accepting this Oscar if it weren't for another Oscar, Hammerstein. Such a classy thing that you do Rocky. here. So yeah. classy. And also for the belief Mr. Burt Lancaster, Mr. Richard Brooks, and Mr. Bernie Smith had in me 
and allowing me to play the part of Lulu Baines in Elmer Gantry. This is the proudest moment of my career because of them. Thank you all. <laughs> awesome. And then he makes you wait here. Like, he's, he won't let you go because he wants to get a last word in. And it's so awkward. We Welsh people get around, you know. <laughs> I forgot he said that. Yeah. 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 So, Welsh. obviously, the Oscars have, have changed. Now it's kind of, kind of a, it's informal. Yes, and people are worried so. about the jokes rather than, than yeah, honors. than anything else. So the whole, the whole mood was that you didn't think that you were going to no, get, get I, the I, award. No, it was Janet Lee was, you know, everybody. She had already won most of the other smaller awards, you know. And uh, I just, I was in shock when they announced my name. I really was. I, I... I, I had no idea it was going to happen. I was thrilled, of course. I mean, you know, it was really great. And my husband kept saying, why didn't you say it was the most wonderful moment in your life instead of saying your career? I said, because it wasn't the most wonderful moment in my life. <laughs> you know, having my children and having you are the wonderful <laughs> moments in my life. Um, and taking on that role, I mean, that performance in, in Albert Gantry was unbelievable. There was a lot of pressure on you, though, because, it, you know, we were not dealing with with Laurie. That's right. Um, and you kind of had That's a right. lot to prove to the industry. It's like, I'm an actress and this is what I do and I can sing, but I'm an actress. Yeah, well, you know, Burt Lancaster was responsible for this all happening with me because he saw me and I did a, a television uh, hour, a hour and a half show with Red Skelton called The Big Slide. You had to commit suicide, right? Yes, I had to commit suicide and I played a, a prostitute, you know. And so he saw that performance and right away, I, I remember I was up in San Francisco doing a nightclub back with my husband, Jack Cassidy. And I get this phone call. And he said, hello, is this Shirley Jones? And I said, yes. He said, this is Burt Lancaster. I said, sure it is. And I hung up. <laughs> 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 Thank heaven he called back. <laughs> he called back. And you actually had his poster in your room growing up because he was one of your big oh, idols. Oh, I was, I, was, I was big idol. I had him all, all around my bed, you know. So, a lot of women had them all around their I head. know, exactly right. <laughs> oh. what, what was the first day on set like? Well, how, how did you deal with your nerves? Well, what he did, you know, which again was so wonderful of him, he said, you know, I, he invited me down to meet the director, you know, Richard Brooks, and, and Richard didn't want me. He wanted, uh, uh, um, who was it, um, somebody else. And Anyway, but, but Bert talked him into it. So now when I found out I got the role, Bert said, you know, uh, he, uh, Richard Brooks shot in sequence. You know, he shot the way the, the way the script ran, and so he said, "I want you to come to the set every single day. I want you to watch the other people work. I want I want you to watch the director work, and I want you to have lunch with me every single day till you, you know, till you go on." So from that standpoint, it made me very comfortable. You know, I I he I watched the other actors. I Bert talked to me about the part. And he was really in my corner all the time. And that's really what helped a lot, because I was obviously very nervous, you know. And then, you know, my first uh, scene was the, the, the biggest, hardest scene I had to shoot in the movie, the scene in the House of Prostitution, talking to, the, you know, all the ladies about yeah. how, I, how I got where I was. And, um, and uh, Richard Brooks sat in his chair and didn't give me one direction. On purpose? Was he trying to sabotage you? Yes, he was. He didn't want me in wow. the in in the movie. He just didn't want. And Bert was so strong, you know. And he figured if you know this was the hardest scene I had to do, he sat in his chair, and he just looked at me, you know. But Bert had worked with me on the scene as well, 
And I, I did the scene. It was a scene where I said how I, you know, got into into the business, and you know, my, you know, uh, my 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 mother threw me out in the cold, and you know, and and, and suddenly I met, uh, you know, him and happy stuff. Exactly right. <laughs> well, I went home that night, and I remember I was in tears when I got home, and I said to, to Jack, my husband, then. I said, I'm finished. You know, he's going to fire me. He didn't give me one direction, and it was the hardest scene I had to shoot my first day. And um, the next day, I, I didn't have to work. And um, I get this phone call at the end of the day, and he said, Shirley? I said, yes. He said, this is Richard Brooks. And he said, I owe you an apology. Wow. <laughs> and I said, oh? And he said, yes. I saw the film, and he said, not only are you wonderful, but I predict you're going to win an Academy Award. Wow. And you did. And that's what happened. And you did. Wow. And from then on, I went to do another film with him, you know, Gene Simmons. That, that kind of confidence that you have, I mean, I can't even imagine that much pressure, but that kind of confidence has kind of been with you in all of these amazing stories from <coughs> your first audition. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> for, yeah. For Rodgers and Hammerstein. Your very first <laughs> professional audition. It's so audition. true, you know. I mean, it just seemed to happen to me. I mean, I don't know quite how, but it did. Yeah, I mean, I, I was on my way to college to become a veterinarian. Right, because you love animals. Oh, I'm an only child, and I raised everything, skunks and snakes and everything else. <laughs> There's a lot of skunks and snakes in Hollywood, <laughs> so you kind of did, too. <laughs> well, this was Smithton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes. Uh, but anyway, so, but that was what I wanted to do, you know. And... Um, my, my parents took me to New York on the summer holiday, and I was on my way to college in the fall. And uh, I went to this open audition um, for uh, Rogers and Hammerstein's casting director and because uh, I knew the pianist in, in New York that I'd worked with in Pittsburgh. And he said, come on, I, you, you, I want you to sing for the casting director. And I did. And he said, Miss Jones, what have you done? And I said, nothing. Miss Pittsburgh? He said, uh, he said, well, could you wait a few moments? I want this gentleman to hear, hear you sing. I said, oh, well, I, I guess so. Down the aisle comes this gentleman. I sang for him, and he said, Miss Jones, could you wait about 15 minutes? I'm going to call my partner, Oscar no. Hammerstein, and have him God. come and hear you. <laughs> You're like, uh, what was your name again? And, yeah. Well, guess what I said. Oh, okay, and what is your name? <laughs> he said, Richard Rogers, and he never did forget that moment. <laughs> well, you made him a lot of money, so. <laughs> so I waited, and then Oscar arrived. In the meantime, my pianist had to leave. Right. You know, because he had an airplane to catch. And I sang, uh, I, uh, Oscar said, uh, Do you know the score of Oklahoma? And I said, Well, I might know um, some of the music, but I don't know the words. And of course, I'm talking to the lyricist, you understand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. He no, said, No biggie. <laughs> and he said, uh, and I said, but, uh, Mr. Hammerstein, I have no one to play. My pianist had to leave. And Roger said, we have the full city center symphony across the street. I'd never heard a symphony, seen a symphony, let alone sing with one. You know, I was 18. And they took me across the street, and I held the score in front of my face. That I didn't have to look at them. <laughs> and I sang, people will say we're in love, Oklahoma, and oh, what a beautiful morning with the city center symphony. How crazy is that? Like, because yes. I'm a musician as well. Story. And it's a whole different environment yeah. performing with the piano, then performing to who yes. you're performing for with a whole orchestra. A symphony. It's not like you can, hey, can you play my, my I know. line I, I, or anything? It was a whole new experience, you know. And, uh, and then, of course, three weeks later, I was in my first Broadway show, South Pacific, right? where I had one line. <laughs> 
<laughs> and three months later, I was in Nogales, Arizona, playing the role of Laurie in the film of Oklahoma. That 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 story happen. to me is crazy. And you know, everybody else that was in that uh, that production of South Pacific <clears throat> is like, can you believe it? <laughs> the chorus girl. I know exactly. That's right. Um, one of my favorite singers of all time, um, and you know, d- during that time, there, there was a lot of the the crooners. Um, but they never really like emoted. They never really hit these high notes. But my favorite singer from that time was Gordon McRae. Oh yeah, of course. His voice Earth was like too. velvet, magnificent. But it was masculine while being lyrical. Magnificent. I loved his voice. You know, I was sixteen, and he was on on a show called um, Saturday Morning uh, um, Music Show. And every Saturday morning, when I was sixteen, I'd turn that show on and hear that voice. Never to think that I would ever be playing opposite him. You know. I loved his voice from the moment I heard it, you know. It's 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 unparalleled. <laughs> you instantly hear it and he could fill out a good pair of pants. I mean him and Carousel. Oh yeah. It was like the supporting <laughs> role was <laughs> in his pants. <laughs> I mean, well you you helped him get that role in Carousel because Frank Sinatra was yeah. was chasing after Ava Gardner all over the place. That's right, exactly. Um and he had to fill in the role in Carousel, which seems like it was written mm-hmm. for him. Yes. But he had to fill it within like what, like three days? He yes. he showed up ready to work. Yes, he was he was in uh uh um, up in um, doing his nightclub act with his wife Sheila and I think they were up in Las Vegas and I called him I was on the set up in Booth Bay Harbor, Maine where we were shooting Carousel and Frank showed up and he he saw we were doing it in two different processes of course that wasn't the reason he left it was Ava it was Ava Gardner yeah (laughs) and he said I signed to do one movie not two got back in the car and left after all the rehearsals all the costume fittings, all the photographs, everything that we had done together. But even more than that, you had to pre-record um, yeah. all of the music. All the music. So did Gordon go and just uh, record over Frank's parts, or did you have to re-record everything we had, we had together? To, we had to re-record. He said, give me three days, I have to lose 10 pounds when I got him on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> and he arrived, and the, the first thing we did was pre-record all the music oh, together. God. Yeah. Your chemistry on screen uh, in Oklahoma and Carousel, it's its just, it's this magic magical uh, it, it, these magical moments on screen how did you develop that chemistry with him was it was it career love at first sight so to speak well i adored him and i was you know, a fan but you know we had i had a great director in oklahoma um, um oh, what's his name now again I'm, I'm i'm terrible with names these days my memory but he was brilliant he was done he'd done a lot of wonderful films already and i i screen tested for the role they rogers and hammerstein sent me to screen test and gordon um, uh, t- t- screen tested with me. I mean, he'd already he already had the role in Oklahoma, but he you know he was there to screen test with me, which was unusual. They right. usually would have just another you know another actor. Fred Zinneman, uh, right? Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. The names <laughs> lead me these days. I got you back. Fred <laughs> Zinneman. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He was wonderful. You know, very well known director, and um, and so I did the screen test with Gordon, and when I finished the test. Uh, Fred Zinneman said, uh, Miss Jones, have you ever acted before a camera before? I said, no. And he said, well, don't change a thing. He said, you're a natural. It, it really was natural from your first That's scene on screen. Mm-hmm. It just it just fit. Oklahoma is one of those rare movies that, that makes the musical even yes. bigger and better. And it, it had really such does. texture. So well cast. Yeah. That was one of Very the best well cast. cast in a, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, although you got away with not having to do your own dancing during during <laughs> your I know, dream sequence, I know the dream sequence, <laughs> Rod Steiger, and <laughs> um, and Carousel. Carousel is a very difficult show for me to love. The music is is one of my favorite to scores. To me, it's the best score of all time. I, I love hands that score. down, hands down. And 
I mean, it, it sounds so cliche, but I literally grew up listening to your records, Music Man, Carousel, yeah. and Oklahoma, over and over and over and over. My mom didn't know then, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the storyline is really difficult to get your hands around, and you were kind of tackling Carousel, these parts. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, domestic abuse, and then you did the, that TV show where you had you were a prostitute, and then Elmer yeah. Gantry. Yeah. So you're, you always kind of... You, yeah. you you kind of test the limits, and then Grandma's Boy, of course. Yes, Grandma's Boy, <laughs> of course. <laughs> when I saw that movie, I was like, "Oh my God, what is happening?" <laughs> my children w- never, none of them went. Patrick said, "I'm never going to go and see that movie, Mother." <laughs> I, I went back to rewatch some of the clips. I'm like, "Oh my God!" And it was just after rereading your bio, yeah, your right, biography. right. You have to get, and I love that you don't even like try a fancy title. You're just like. Shirley Jones. <laughs> like, we don't need any fancy titles. <laughs> right. Go get this book. Yeah. Can, can, can I show it on camera? Yeah. Um, Shirley Jones. It is such a fun read because you talk about a lot of the stories um, uh, th- that you've talked about in interviews, but it really goes into depth about your personal life. Yes. Um, sexuality. My marriage, my sexuality. My, my marriage to Jack Cassidy was very big in that, too. And the marriage kind of uh, carousel, you were kind of going through some relationship issues during dur- during carousel, right? It was yes. kind of mirroring personal life. Um, what was your personal experience going through filming of, of, of Carousel? Well, you know, I'd, I'd done a tour of Oklahoma with Jack Cassidy. That's how we met. Right. And he was married at the time, yes. you know, as you <laughs> yes. know, and uh, had a little boy by the name of David. <laughs> you know. Oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I love you. <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, after we did the tour, I, I had to leave the tour early to go and do Carousel in Booth Bay Harbor. And we were just getting, you know, kind of close, but I was terrified because he was married, you know. And so I was up in, in up there in Booth Bay Harbor, and I get this call from Jack, and he said, I'm getting a divorce, and I'm going to marry you. I said, you are? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> that <even> eyelashes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that crazy. Was, yeah, wow. that's how it worked. I said... I said, don't don't come up here though. I don't I don't I don't don't come up here. I'll, I'll see you when I get home. Um, in fact, you got married, and that same day you guys had to get married on stage in, in right. Oklahoma. Yeah. How like that's 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 crazy. Yeah, your life really we, is we the showbiz. Yeah, well, yeah, because I started so young, and I, you know, I did, and then I went into television. I did a lot of you know when they had the the live television. You know, as I said, um, um, you know, the, the the hour and a half show that I was doing. And a lot of that, I did a lot of the television. Um, I have to tell our listeners, I, I didn't bring them up before because I'm just so so nervous. Um, I have Virginia Anzengruber, uh, host of her own great radio show. She only has the top-notch people on her show, like me. Um, uh, she runs a Super Hungry podcast, and it's for working artists. Um, it's a great podcast. And so she is live-tweeting. Um, she's in the chat room. Um, so if you have any questions, what's our hashtag? The hashtag is Shirley on the Rocks. So oh. we have some, we actually have a question Ooh. from Twitter if you want to take yes, one. Yes, please. So uh, there's a really great San Diego-based comedian named Emily Allen, and she's been a longtime fan. And so she's actually tweeted a few things to you. She has a couple questions. Okay. The first one, she says, what's your favorite thing that you've made so far, TV or movie? It doesn't matter. Just your favorite. Well, it's hard to say. Yeah, that's uh, a hard question. Yeah, it's a very hard question. Um, <clears throat> Grandma's boy. <laughs> Well, you know, it is one of them. I have to tell you, Grandma's Boy is. It looked like you just had a great time in that movie. I did. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know, and, you know, I, I, I'm always looking for now those kinds of roles. I mean, different roles. Because, you know, Oklahoma Carousel, I was, the, you know, the young girl, the you know, yep. the, the mama and the whole thing. And I, 
I wanted I want to act more, you know, and that's what I wanted to do. So I loved I loved doing Grandma's Boy, and of course, you know, Elmer Gantry. I have to say because I played the prostitute in that. Right. That's what started me and gave me the career that I've had, and not just a singer. You know, that's wow. when I I proved myself as an actress. And then I went on to do twenty some odd movies after that without singing. Wow. Which yeah. is great because the the movie musical kind of shifted. <clears throat> yes, it and, did and it very was not much the so. Big norm. No. Yeah. So it was job security. It was like, I'm an actress. Absolutely. And that's what I had to prove, you know, and it, it did that for me, which was great. Um, your role in Music Man, I have to say, Music Man is one of my favorite movie musicals. Mine too. Because um, I was raised by a single mom, and so your role in that, being a single mom. Um, and then you, you started this great relationship with, with Ronnie Howard, who's yeah. now a big-time director, yeah, and then in the courtship of, of Eddie's father. Yeah. Robert Preston also is such a gentleman to me, and from wonderful. everything I hear, he was just a real class he act. He was so, so wonderful. I can't say enough. You know, they were about to sign Frank Sinatra to play the role. Right, uh, I heard yeah. I'm like, yeah, Warner Brothers. <laughs> him, uh, Frank Sinatra and Carousel and Music Man just doesn't seem to fit. I know. Number one, he's a little short. <laughs> Carousel would have been like, where are you, Frank? He's like, I'm well, behind the horse. <laughs> well, Meredith Wilson, you know, they were about to sign him. Meredith Wilson went to Warner Brothers. She insisted. And said to Jack Warner, unless you use Robert Preston, you don't do my show. Yeah. Well, I mean, so that was great. And I was thrilled. I'd worked with Frank and I loved Frank, but I'd seen Preston on Broadway and he won the Tony Award. He was on for three years, you know. And I was thrilled to get have the opportunity to work with him. You know, it was so, so great. And then you had the great opportunity to revisit the show on stage for the 50th anniversary of Music Man yes. with your son. Oh, yeah. Um, just <clears throat> That musical to me, though, is just, it's, it's so great. It's a perfect, perfect musical. I agree in every single way. Because it was his life story, you know. He wrote his life story, and it was so well done. The music was so perfect, and, and the characters were so vivid, every one of them, you know. And for not being a dancer, you're Marion the Librarian. is one of my favorite musical sequences <laughs> all know. time. But you look like a dancer. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I went in to rehearse that, with, with, and we had um, a wonderful choreographer. Um, oh, what was her name now? Oh, she was brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. And very, you know, very strong lady. And she was sitting in her chair smoking her cigarette, and I went up to her and I said, um, I'm, I just have to tell you, I'm very excited about this, but... You must, I have to tell you, I am not a dancer, and I have to tell you that. She dropped her cigarette, and she said, sweetheart, by the time I'm finished with you, you'll be a damn dancer. <laughs> I love choreographers for smoke, by the way. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight. That's right, exactly, that's right, yeah. It's so funny. Um, and in that role, I mean, they had you cinched in, because you were pregnant at the time. Pregnant with Patrick, yes. And of course, these wow. these period uh, pieces, I mean, yeah. you had to do all that movement and, oh, and yeah, all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Robert Preston just had to put on a jacket, and <laughs> there he was. I know. <laughs> I have to ask, and if you don't want to answer, that's totally fine. I have heard from a lot of people that worked with Buddy Hackett that he was not a joy to work with. Would well, you like to? Speak you know, about I that? see. I didn't really have any scenes with him, right. so I didn't, uh, and I didn't see any problem. He loved working with Preston. Yeah. He had he admired him a lot, you know. So I think, and I think he was very very happy about playing that role. So there was never a problem that I could see. No. Mm-mm. Um, so transitioning to Partridge Family, you have a huge fan base, huge. like a cult fan base from Partridge Family. I love the fact that once again you were uh, pushing boundaries, playing the first working mom on, <laughs> on TV. television. Yeah. You, you said goodbye to Brady Bunch. You were like, not having it. I know. Yeah. I Let said Florence no, have no, have no, her that. time. <laughs> 
It's true. I was offered the Brady Bunch, you know, first. Oh, really? oh really? yeah. Really? Uh -huh. Wow. And you got to do music. I turned Partridge it down. Family. down How perfect yeah. is that? Uh, I, I love from your book when you talked about the whole process of Partridge Family because it was not all fun and games like no. what we saw because it was so rigorous. There, was, there had to be a new hit single every, every week. Every week, every week. Unfortunately, you know, David, uh, you know, uh, I was cast first. Right. And um, um, the directors and the producers came to me one day and they said, how do you feel about your stepson, David Cassidy? I said, why? They said, well, he's coming in to audition, you know, for the role. I said, Really? Well, I said, he's really wonderful. I said, that's great. Now, he he didn't really know. They didn't tell him that I was already cast and going to play the role, right? <laughs> and I went on the stage when they when he came in to, to do the test, and he was standing there, and I, I, he turned around and he said, what are you doing here? <laughs> I said, I'm your mama. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> do you think it helped your relationship with him? Very much so. Yeah. Although, you know, as a child, he was at my house a lot, and he was very close to his, his little little brothers. He helped to raise his little brothers at that time and was great with them, you know, and they, they just adored each other. And, uh, and on, the, on the show, uh, he was wonderful, just wonderful, you know. He's had some problems, you know, lately, but that's because his career became so gigantic. He and I literally think that it affected him, you know. He literally became a rock star overnight. Overnight, yeah. overnight. Yeah. Having to deal with that, having to deal with having to learn new material, yes. go into the recording session because he would have to go record after. Now, some of the songs sound like it's your voices. Some of some of it doesn't. Was it was all the singing your your voices? Well, I I did. I was the only one that that, that, okay. that sang yeah. you know, with him. The rest were. You know, voices that they brought in. Poor Danny. Poor Susan. <laughs> no, well, no they, they didn't use anybody else. I was the only one that they wow. I recorded with him. And I know that you kind of got guff for like, oh, well, she's doing TV. Um, but it was a perfect opportunity That's for you exactly to take time right. for family. Yeah. And That's why I did it. That's why I wanted to do it. I mean, you know, I turned down the Brady Bunch. But then when this show came along and I was the first working mother on television, I said I could stay home, raise my kids, which I was eager to do because... Up to that point, I'd been been all over the world on movie locations, and I'd taken my kids with a, you know with a with a nurse and stuff. And I said, "Oh man, if it's a hit, I can stay home and raise my kids," you know. And it, as it turned out, it was it was wonderful. This is such a pleasure, by the way. I mean, I, I I'm as a fan, um, as a gay man, <laughs> like, raw Shirley Jones. Um, our listeners love um, that the show's kind of in, informal, and we just kind of hang out. So I have to ask, what is a typical day for Shirley Jones? A typical day? Well, let's see. If I'm not working, I get up about, my dog comes and wakes me up at 6.30 or 7. Rawr, 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 rawr. That's, a, that's a little early. <laughs> I'm like, up. dog. I know, right. <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> exactly. I've, I've tried that. Um, then three days a week I go to the gym. I go to uh, uh, Curves, you know, the ladies' gym. It's a, it's a ladies' gym. I wish I had a curves for men. Yeah. yeah. Men have curves too. I yeah. just have to tell people. <laughs> it's a ladies Especially gym. this man. So I do that. And, uh, you know, I just, you know, I, I'm, you know, now, uh, you know, I lost my husband three months ago. Yes. And uh, now I'm in the process of selling my house and getting my life back together, you know, if I can. It's been a very, very, very difficult time. I was married 39 years, knew him 40 years, you know, and, and he made me laugh every day. It was wonderful. And there's a big dumpster in front of her house. Yeah. She's got a lot to 
lot to throw away. A lot to throw away. Well, my condolences, because um, I know that, I mean, what, what a long uh, relationship. And Marty was such a funny guy. He was. He was wonderful. Um, and I love that humor is always at the base of yeah. everything for you. Yeah. And, and some of the ups and downs that you've been through, you use... Yeah. Your 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 career and and your sense of humor and that's what I love about the book. Yeah. You know they say you shouldn't find out too much about your idols, but what I love about it is that we find out a lot. Yeah, about you. I know, I know. And Maybe it even a little more than me. and it, it makes me even a bigger uh, a fan. Right. Because it's like you know we are all real people. Yes. You've done unreal things. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, I was the one thing I was I was a devoted wife. Always to Jack. And Jack, you know, Jack was whatever whatever Jack wanted, I did, and that's yeah. what you see in the book, pretty much yes. there. And that, you know, and he, and uh, and then, you know, Marty uh, just made me laugh every day. I mean, I I had two wonderful husbands, and I I, I they they meant a lot to me, both, you know. Um. Well, if you need, uh, I am Latino, so if you need any manual labor done <laughs> and helping move, I can pack a box. <laughs> I can make you tamale all at the same day. I may hire you. <laughs> yes, I'll do it for free. I'm working for Shirley Jones. <laughs> um, you know, life is always just about transitioning. Um, what are some of your guilty pleasures? I can't imagine Shirley Jones ordering Pizza Hut. Like, I just can't imagine that. But along those lines, what are some of Shirley Jones's guilty pleasures? Drinking. Yes! <laughs> yes. You are a good company girl. I swear, if we were to take Shirley to West Hollywood, <laughs> the city would implode. <laughs> People would just go crazy. After your show at Purple Room in Palm Springs, uh-huh. go to Arenas Road, and there's like five gay bars. Oh, they really? Literally, oh. They will jump out the windows oh, if you show up. Oh, yes. really? Yes, oh. yes. You should bring her to the we'll Abbey talk. one night. I mean, yes. Yeah. God. You would you would oh, just Lord. get mobbed. Really? Oh. You would get yeah. mobbed. Yeah. Would. I mean, I'm, I'm going to come see your show in Palm Springs, and then um, <laughs> after the show, I will take you out to a real show. <laughs> <laughs> How awesome is come, this? Come is on it? the 12th, because oh, I'm be coming great. on the yeah. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. She'll be our designated driver, because <laughs> okay. we're going to need one. <laughs> um, so, but guilty pleasure drinking. Yeah, I have my vodka martini every Five night. o'clock. Yeah. Five o'clock. Great, I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like like junk food, does Shirley Jones eat junk food? Uh, no, yeah, I never have been a big junk food. Uh, I, you know, when I was younger, I, I, I ate, you know, more ice cream and a candy bar now and then, you know, but I, I don't do much of that now. Um, I love hot dogs. Love hot dogs. <laughs> Yay. Can you Shirley Jones love eating hot, hot dogs? <laughs> love hot dogs, yeah, love those. Uh, I, love, um, I love fried chicken. I love that kind of stuff, you know. But I'm not a, uh, you know, right now, at the age I am, I'm not a big eater anymore, you know. Um, I love... Um, Liquid lunch for me, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a big... I, I've learned to like pizza better, because Marty was a giant pizza freak. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I'd get the, the one with everything on it, and then I'd eat some of that, which I liked. Uh, but no, I'm not a... There's not a big food... I'm not a big foodaholic now. <laughs> what a joy. Um is it difficult? Uh, people have the uh, this preconceived notion of, of who you are because of the characters you've played and Partridge Family mm-hmm. that you always have to be in a good mood. Mm-hmm. When people obviously recognize you, even like if you're at the gym, like you're pulling a weight or whatever, so it's like, right. oh my God, you're Shirley Jones. You're like, no, no kidding. <laughs> Thank you. Is it hard to keep that up all the time? Sometimes it is, you know, sometimes. Uh, but for the most part, I have to say, you know, for, from my point of view, people have always been very nice and very sincere about, you know, 
my feelings and they, they, they seem to react that way, you know. I mean, I, now I know several of the people that I work with at the gym, you know, and they'll, they'll say, oh, hi, Shirley, how you doing? Did you have a nice, nice week? Yes, thank you. You know, and I go on. To, and so anyway, they, they treat me very well and they know that, you know, that I don't want to go into a giant conversation every time I'm there. So. Right. Right, right, right. And I have to add about her, because since I've traveled with <clears throat> lots of stars, Shirley is not demanding. Uh, you're very easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever happens is fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, which I think makes life a lot easier. Yeah. Than expectations. I don't think you have expectations. No, I don't. I don't at all. And, you, and she handles things. We were <clears throat> trying to get on a flight, and the flight was delayed, and it was really delayed, and we have to get on the plane. Then we had to get off the plane. And she just, you know, we'll go get something to eat, and we'll get there. And you, you've worked with, with them all. Elizabeth Taylor, yes, Sophia Loren, yes, Betty I Davis. Have. Your impression of Betty Davis is one of my favorite things that I've ever heard on my show. Can you do a little Betty Davis? Because oh. she, she left you uh, uh, an answering oh, message. Oh, God. Yeah, Miss D is what she liked to be called. And it was in the days of when you had the phone machines at home, and then you'd push the button, and you'd see who called. And invariably, I was scared to death that she might have. <laughs> because um, because when she called, even if you were not there, she talked as if you were. Yeah. And she would be very pissed off that you didn't answer. So the message would, would sound something like, where are you? <laughs> and I wouldn't a- ever answer because he scared the hell out of me. And, and then I'd call her back when I got brave. But she would scream every message she would leave on, on the phone. And just... I did, the, I did the uh, Johnny oh. Carson show with her. Oh, and, Lord. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh God. And uh, oh. we're backstage, you know, and she, she said, uh, and at that point in time, my, my husband, Jack Cassidy, had done a movie with her, you know. And uh, so she, I, said, I said, how did you like working with Jack? And he, she, she said, he tried to come on to me all the time, yeah, your husband. Course. Please, course. girl. Said, <laughs> Bye, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said, listen. I want to tell you one thing. And I said, what? And she said, never stop singing. You'll always have a job. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Do you remember when Betty Davis did that Broadway oh. show? And uh, her music was like three notes because that was her yeah, range. That was her range. Yeah. And uh, she did they an just, album. yeah, they yeah. just released um, a new uh, edition of her Broadway show. And really? It's so bad. I she don't sang- remember her doing a Broadway. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, a lot of people don't. But she sang a song called "Eager Beaver, uh, Eager Beaver Boyfriend." <laughs> Oh, like, really? Yeah, I was like, oh, wow. Oh, scary. Yeah, scary. She had scary. a favorite song. I asked her. I produced an hour special with her and lived. Um, <laughs> and I asked her, I said, do you have a favorite song? And she says, I do. And I said, I'm afraid. Um, and I said, what is it? She said, someone to watch over me because nobody ever thought I needed anybody. <laughs> oh, really? Which is wow. true. And she, she kind of ended life not, not too not yeah, happily. Not, not too, too well. happily. No, not I too know. happily at all. No, no. Sad. Surely, but, oh, uh, what 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 advice do you have? What um, to keep going and to keep positive? Mm-hmm. How do you do that? And what is your advice to working actors? Uh, it's difficult. I I you know because I've been so fortunate most of my career, you know, and I've never had. But the thing that 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 I always felt is if I didn't get the job, I didn't get the job. You know, I mean, I was never there was never the uppermost thing in my life uppermost thing in my life was my family, you know. I'll get another job, you know. I mean, I'm still going out doing readings and get nothing. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. What are their phone numbers? I need to have a conversation <laughs> no, with them. It, you know, it happens everywhere, and more, more now than ever. And, uh, and I think you have to be aware of that. I mean, you know, 
if it if it's going to happen, it'll happen. If it, and and today's business, it's much much harder, much harder than when I started out, you know. But it's fun, and if you can have fun and keep a good spirit, you know, and and enjoy when you are working, enjoy it as much as you can. Well, I certainly will be in Palm Springs at the Purple Room. Uh, just Google Purple Room. Um, uh, their website will pop up, and you're there from the 11th to the 14th. Right. What a once-in-a-lifetime magical experience. Right. I, I, just, I, I just can't imagine anything uh, better than that. Real fast, I have to give a shout-out to my sponsors. Kurt, can you play that really quick pick of me at Gold Gym? Gold Gym is a sponsor. Oh, and people are like, really? Really? <laughs> So he, he, here I am uh, with uh, the bold and the beautiful Scott Turner Schofield, and this was our check-in day. We're doing the 12-week body challenge. I'm on day two. Oh, are you really? Yeah, so it's vodka and Diet Coke, not vodka and cranberry like <laughs> oh. I usually do. Oh. So I have to go every day Good and work you. out. I'm proud and all of that. you. That's so, wonderful. That's we'll see. It's day two. That's I'm like, great. how many weeks? <laughs> but I want to give a big shout-out to Gold's Gym, and I'm going to be visiting all of the locations in Southern California. So if you work out at Gold's Gym and you want to take some pictures with me and work out with me, show me what you do, certainly do that. Also, our new partnership with Rocks Vodka. How perfect. On the oh, Rocks perfect. and Rocks Vodka. Oh, wow. It's a brand-new vodka. It's out of Poland, um, and that's is it good? Is that, drink- is that what I'm drinking? That's, that's what that's you are very, drinking. That's very, very good. It's yes. smooth, and I'm telling you, it's rocks. I'm the king of hangovers. <laughs> There's no hangover with this. That's good. Surely have- you could drink the whole bottle. Are they fine. selling it everywhere now? It's now coming to the West Coast market. Oh, it is. So um, perhaps you- you'll give her your leftovers. Yeah, yeah. she's like. I'm going to send you a bottle. No, I'm, I'm yeah. going to. I'm going to have them uh, send you a bottle. I'll just need your address and gate access code. <laughs> <laughs> Gates open. <laughs> yeah. um, but thank you to Rocks Vodka. We're going to be talking to some of their uh, team, such a fun team, and I'm going to be doing some events with oh, them. Uh, they have an event at the Playboy Mansion. Um, nice. I'll be bored, but... Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's selling the mansion. Yes. But, yes. He, has but he has to, to live, live there. there. How yeah. creepy is that? It's like I having your, your gay you uncle imagine? in the attic I upstairs. Know. Oh, no. <laughs> Shirley Jones, um, I cannot believe that the time has has, has, has has already passed. I could sit here and talk for hours and hours and oh, hours. Oh, thank you. You're wonderful. I, I love talking to you. Oh, I, we're going to hang out. You like are. We really are going to hang wonderful. out. Um, thank you so much. Um, Shirley Jones, go to YouTube because you have so many fun clips that are just out there. You had this awkward song with Dean Martin on the Dean Martin show. You're on the back of a motorcycle and yes. you're molesting him yes. in front of live television. <laughs> And he was not saying no, by the way. Yeah, I did the show several times. I love yes. Dean. Yeah. Uh, great treat. Karen, uh, when is your book going to come out? Oh, God. Well, I've written three chapters. So it's better than none. <laughs> You're like the anti-mame. I like, know. I imagine yeah. like some yeah. secretary following you yeah. taking notes. <laughs> right. I wish. Um, go to yeah, Karen. It's K- going to be good. Go, go to Karen Cadle International to keep track of all. I have a new oh, website. That it's was a great website, by the way. It's by sexy. David Dial. It's fantastic, and everything is there. Everything is there you ever wanted to know about me. You do a lot of uh, celebrity events and, and autographing and all that. Stuff. All that good stuff. Virginia, yeah. thank you for live tweeting and interacting with our thank, listeners. Thank you for helping me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Kurt, uh, thank you so much. Next week, on next week's show, we have Linda Etter from Broadway. Oh, I love her. Oh, she's amazing. Oh, my God. And we have Jared Gertner, who was in Broadway in Book of Mormon, and now he's doing a show down the street. So uh, we're going to have a good time. That's wonderful. That's Shirley Jones, uh, seriously, just... <laughs> Tears. <laughs> I you. love you. I had a wonderful time. Thank You're wonderful. You. Thank, Thank you. you to our listeners. We'll see you next week. This has been On the Rocks with Alexander every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on Universal Broadcasting Network. Find me on Facebook on On the Rocks Radio Show. Tweet me or Instagram me at On the Rocks On Air. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>